rolling. Oh, we rolling. Oh, oh shit. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Yes, that was great. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Booth Piss Podcast. This is episode four. You know, let's not even, let's not even number it anymore, you know? We're, we're, we're vets in this game now. We got uh, Tony Styles in here, Johnny J in here. Yes, sir. DJ Fawn. Bow. And we got our special guest. Little Ma- Martin. Little Martin. 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 <laughs> How many years sober? Uh, 25. Really? Yeah. Uh, Man, that's amazing. Uh, how do you do it? Uh, don't drink. Yeah, yeah. How do you do it? How do you do it? No, really. How do you do it? Like all of uh, us, all of us drink while you know while we're spinning. So yeah, I mean, it's it started out like uh, you know, like sixteen, seventeen, having a great time. I, I had a great run, uh, but then you know, it 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 got kind of lonely, got kind of dark. Things you know, bad things started happening, and you know, and I wasn't correcting it and then the state of Vermont at the time stepped in and helped me correct it and uh, you know they ordered me into uh, AA meetings to get my driver's license back and uh, originally I was just going through the motions just to get my driver's license and then it was kind of a wake-up call like okay well these people in here seem to have what I want and I'm not it's not working for me anymore yeah and uh so I started giving it my best shot and, uh, you know, I had a lot of help. People really, you know, reached out and helped me. And then the beginning was really hard. And that, honestly, it's so now, easy yeah, right now. Yeah, now it's probably easy. Yeah. Like you have something you don't like to eat, right? Yeah, you're like, okay, exactly. It's like that. It's like uh, it never even crosses my mind. You just got to get out of the bad stage. It's, yeah, it was, it was tough, really tough in the beginning. But, yeah, no, I bet. Now, I bet. I commend you yeah. for that, man. That's amazing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's, thank you. I mean, that's amazing. I think it's a, there's probably none of us in here that don't want to improve. It doesn't matter if it's professionally, personally, and it was just, it was a step I needed to take, and, you know. Yeah, and, and you still have a bunch of fun. Every time I see you, you got a yeah, smile I mean, on your face, so, you're having fun. Yeah, and- I, I, I remember, uh, you know, s- certain music, like I, I loved, I, I, I grew up with a lot of Jamaicans, so I grew up with a lot of uh, reggae, not the dance, like the old reggae. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, really got into the, the 80s, the sugar, sugar minor, herb band hustling kind of stuff, that 80s, I, I forget what the rhythm was, but when it first went electronic, I was really into that. And I loved to get high. And, uh, you know, when I cut everything out, I, you know, I I had a hard time listening to certain musics, reggae being one. Uh, But then at some point I realized, you know what? I loved music from 10 years old. I would save my lunch money. I would save my, my bus money. And I would walk to school and I would not eat lunch to buy vinyl. I love music that much. Yeah. I would stay up till midnight on a school night, listening to the radio, making, you know, you know, cassette tapes, pausing. Yeah. And so that love was there long before the love of getting high and having fun. <laughs> so it is, what I'm saying is it is, it's fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a love. Yeah, I, love exactly. I love what I'm doing. I'm so lucky. We get burnt out. I'm sure we all get burnt out. No, not at all. 
John, you ever felt burnt out? Oh God, no! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that a tear? Well, you know what? I, you know, I mean, speaking of this guy, and a lot of people, I don't really think out there understand that you know what he's done for the city, and you know, since he's moved here, oh. I think I think you gotta let everybody know kind of your background where. Where you you know when you where you're from and when you I, came I think we down should here. backtrack before the city. I think <laughs> we should take it all the way back to Manchester. Well, that's what I'm saying. Where's yeah. he, where he's from when he moved down here yeah. and all that stuff like that. You know and how you how you chose Houston as your home. Uh, well, I I happened to be uh, I come up in Manchester. I've, I was just uh, lucky, I guess. Lucky, like you know, Manchester's smaller than Houston, but the, in the late '70s uh, through the '80s, early '90s was probably about a 15-year period where it was... I mean, it's still a lot of music coming from there, but it was really peaking. So the Smiths, uh, New Order, Joy Division, uh, The Farm, uh, there was even... There's so, so many other... Ting Ting, uh, so many... Uh, and, and, you know, a guy called Gerald. Uh, it goes on and on and on. But I, I started uh, DJing in 83 in a club there and one of the regulars there was a bar manager at New Order's Hacienda Club and they had a college night and I don't know what happens to the guy there but uh, they had an opening and they had a you know staff meeting she said oh I know this guy he's he's really good and uh, she named me Little Mine that, that wasn't my name that was she named she came up with that name because uh, she knew a big Martin so yeah. It stuck. And uh, anyway, so 18 years of age, I'm, I'm working in New Order's club. And at the time, they were one of the biggest, coolest things in the world. And, you know, that, everybody, they, they were record label factory records, and they were back and forth to New York monthly. And they were, all the people, you know, all the staff, because they, they had an office in New York at the time. So they were bringing back uh, WBLS tapes and just all, everything so fresh vinyl. I mean, I mean, I'm not uh, hip hop. I mean, it was like '86. This was yeah. so. It was like, you know, uh, it was Def Jam before anyone knew. It was all the purple because then they went black label for a while, and then they went back to the purple. But it was, uh, you know, we would be playing. We didn't know the Beastie Boys weren't black, like because all you had back then was this slab of, you know, this. 12-inch purple label, purple sleeve, and uh, it sounded it didn't sound that different than Run DMC. Same same producer. Uh, so we uh, Eric B. Everything we were everything as it was coming out, we were playing because we were hearing it on WBLS that pretty much the same month and the month before. So then uh, I actually I just watched the uh, or started to watch that uh, hip hop evolution. I don't know if you've everyone oh, seen Netflix? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wow, I mean, it uh, it get me a little, you know, goosebumpy thinking about it. But they skip over a major part. There's a part where Africa Bambata does uh, with uh, Arthur Baker and John Roby. The first uh, he does the the craft work. His first track. Well, Arthur Baker and John Roby were also New Order's producers, so there was a big connection there. But that sound, that electro-funk sound in the UK, if you were 13, 14, 15, that was life-changing. That breakdance, that electro-funk sound. And so when house music came out uh, about three, 
years later, these 13-year-olds were now in the clubs. And the house music sound, the original Chicago sound, was not that different than the electro. It was very space-oriented, a lot of the same drum sounds, uh, 808. And so it immediately took off with kind of kids. You, you, could, you could get into club, clubs at 16 in, in the UK back then. Uh, the older people hated it. it like, there was a, lo- a lot of people hated house music. It didn't, it didn't blow up like the, the, the way they make it sound now. It was, it was a lot of resistance, just like early days of hip-hop, early days of reggaeton. Older people hate these sounds. It's like uh, the sound of, you know, that's for kids. What do they like? They were listening to, let me see, like D-Train, You're the One For Me. That was a huge track. Uh, you know, SOS Band, uh, just oh, so because they were to like me. the people that couldn't let disco go or something like that. Or? No, it was just there was a very smooth by mid eighties. There was this very polished, polished sound like uh, uh, Colonel Abraham's. Uh, everything was it was like smooth R and B, highly produced. Whereas the the guys in Chicago were doing on four tracks, it, and it was super raw. The pressings like they had they literally had pieces of paper. St- they were melting down vinyl and. You know, it was like these super budget, but in the club, the big club on those big stacks, it was it was like it was almost like punk rock. It was raw. It would come at you like make, melt your face, and uh, so it was a, it was too. Now it's all you listen to stuff on Heat Beatport. Now it's all super highly polished and it's like perfect. But back then it was it was. Nobody was like, you know, taking classes on, you know. There was no quantize button. <laughs> yeah, you just, they were messing around and recording on the fly. And yeah. it was, yeah. It was more jazzed up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was super improvised. And uh, so, but it hit me hard. And it hit, you know, so, some of the DJs hard. And we like, we, we became like, you know, championing it and like pushing it forward. And eventually, about two, three years later, the drugs started coming in from Ibiza, and that's a whole other story. <laughs> but when the two things came together, a light bulb went off in people's heads. Oh, yeah, this is amazing. This music's amazing. And that's when the, it was the birth of rave. And, you know, it, you know when I see Tiesto opening uh, the Athens Olympics, for me, that was like 2002 or something, for me... And, and it's gotten bigger, even bigger and bigger since, like dance music. But for me, that was the pinnacle. Like, it went from this pretty much, it wasn't strictly gay, but it was urban and gay black music from Chicago had gotten absorbed into Europe, and Europe had managed to kind of, just like the blues and Rolling Stones and the same old, same old, they appropriate this music and they sell it back. They make it comfortable for, you know, I guess, predominantly white audiences in Europe and, in, and back in the US, and they, they repackage, resell it, and then you end up with Tiesto opening the Olympics. But it should be Marshall Jefferson opening the Olympics. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So wait, that, now, that, that was- Oh yeah, yeah, so I get, so yeah, so I was, I was DJing <laughs> while all this was going on at the Hacienda. So there's a, there's a movie out, uh, 24 Hour Pie People was made about 15 years ago. That's a 
great movie if you want to catch the vibe. It really, it really does a good job. And then, uh, then I met an American woman. Uh, she worked. She was an intern at factory in New York, and I came over to the U.S. with her, and I kind of been here since. And then, uh, what year was that? That was '88. Uh, and then uh, that, I went back in '90. Uh, I, I I was offered a, a job back at the Hacienda, uh, but they wanted me to play uh, like indie music. Because that was a big thing yeah, too. Like the Charlottes, UK, and all that. Yeah, stuff. and I wasn't. I was more. There was at that time. There was that eight oh eight state sound oh, I love and those guys. homeboy hippie funky dread and actually early uh, Carl Cox. That was the stuff I was into. I was really into that stuff. I saw eight oh eight state. And I yeah, I couldn't get into. I'd been into the indie thing five years before, and I just couldn't get back into it. So maybe I should have sucked it up and just oh, played it. But I was young and idealistic, and I just wanted to play what I was, you know, now I'll play anything, but at the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then uh, marriage, divorce, uh, uh, you know, ex-wife relocated to Houston, Texas. I came down here. I was like, what is this place? Like, it was like war-torn Beirut coming down like from IA you know you come down five uh 45 or 59 you're like what what year was this uh well I was I started to visit in 99 and then uh but then I miss my kids I really uh I really loved being a dad at that point and and I I felt like I wasn't fulfilling that role so I sucked it up and moved down here and the beginning was really difficult. I, I knew nobody, I literally knew nobody. I knew my ex-wife, my kids, that was it. And then, uh, so it was really lonely. Money, money was not working out. But, but I'd say about year three, I think I fell in love with this place. Uh, absolutely amazing city. I mean, you, you hear it, everybody say it. It's like the people and of course the food, but, uh, yeah, it, it really is an incredible place. And I, I read, uh, you know, because I, I used to come and, like, uh, Austin was cool, and I would go to Austin as much as possible. And I read a great article in GQ last year about how Austin gets all the, uh, you know, the attention, the media attention. But, the, but really, Houston is actually way cooler. Because there's stuff going on. There's stuff going on. It's such a massive city. There's stuff going on in little pockets all over the place that we maybe don't know about. Uh, and it's very, it's grown organically. Just like the, the, the screw thing, it wasn't, you know, they, they were just doing their thing. And it just happened to be so cool that the world is still realizing how cool it, it, it was now. They're still going, wow, you know. And there's a, there's a lot of that in Houston. Street art. Uh, you can go on and on, but um, yeah. And then uh, me, I met this English guy uh, randomly, and uh, we wanted to do a party. Like, uh, well, I was starting to make money. I, I couldn't make any money being like a house music DJ in Houston. It was non-existent. Fifty Cent had blown up at this point in the club, two thousand three. I mean, you'd be playing it. And people would be coming up and asking you, can you play 50 Cent in the club? It was that big. You would be playing, you couldn't, you could just leave that track on loop all <laughs> night. It was that big. I got so many stories about 50 Cent yeah. in a club. Man. What? 
No, yeah. I just remember breaking that record and it just. I mean, let's hear it. It, it didn't stop. No, uh, you're right. You're hundred percent right. It still hasn't stopped. It's yeah, like it's literally. It's my friend's birthday. Can you, can play, you play that song? You said yeah. it exactly. You'd be playing it, and they'll be like, hey, "Here, play it again. Like, here's some money. Yeah. Play it again." Yeah, it was. It was uh, like a tsunami. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. There's not many tracks as big as that. You know that you can look at and be like, I mean, what do I get? What do we have currently that would be? Cardi B, like currently, uh, yeah, that's currently, that, was that, big, was, but, that was big, but that was big, or even the last few years. I don't, I mean, I really don't, I really don't see a lot of songs out there that have yeah. have that kind of longevity. Yeah, because like Cur- currently, right. I mean, because you think some, the box song's is gonna be good if it's, it's you're lucky if it's good for a year. Yeah, people want to hear it. I, I mean, so we would put in a club with platinum status with like uh, I don't know, oh, like, like back that ass, back that ass up. That's platinum. That's platinum. I just want to love you. Okay, so wait, wait, so guys, all right. Yeah. Does Drake Tony. does Drake have a platinum record? Like that? Does he? Does he? A game uh, like oh, oh, like a game changer like literally. Okay, so we're talking about back that yeah. ass up. We're talking about in the club. Does Drake have a platinum record? Uh, so these always. I, I mean, I, honestly, were, uh, I just think the rules have changed. It's like that you can't even categorize those records because they put out so many now. Faster than they did back then. The reason why they're platinum back then because they have half as many records out. So I mean, you know, everyone just held on to them as much as they could. What was the what was what is but the I mean, latest? Tomorrow, what is the latest? They could come out with ten more songs tomorrow. You, you like, also couldn't okay, stream the fuck out. You that. also couldn't just get on your okay, phone. Okay, so what's the latest platinum record or the last? Uh, last. Martin, what, do you, what do you think, Martin? What's 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 the uh, what's the most requested? Or, you know, your your biggest floor. Or whatever it is that you think. I mean, past two, the, I mean, past people, two three years. I mean, opinion. the most requested eyes probably is Drake. But you're right. Does he have one track? Does he have, does he the, have one the, the, that is a platinum yeah, type yeah. record that will be forever, forever, yeah. forever stand? Like you know, you know, back that ass up. If it's if it's a quiet place and it starts with boom, yeah. boom, and everybody everybody <laughs> totally changes. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with in the club. Yeah. You know, if everybody's just chilling and all of a sudden boom, boom, and all of a sudden yeah. everyone's you know. Does Drake have? Drake has, has so many songs. Has so many, but you're for, right. Forever or best I ever had? Is there one? Is there a one? Best I ever had? See, that's the thing. Is I don't think anybody's going to jump off their seat and go, yeah. oh, my God, it's my song. Oh, it's my jam. Yeah. No? I think the only thing in Houston maybe dropped November 18th anytime people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Houston. Yeah. But that's Houston. Outside of Houston, yeah. I wouldn't say. Hotline Bling, maybe. I think um, best I ever had is bigger than Hotline Bling. <laughs> no. But, but Johnny's, Johnny's right. Like, if. If uh, it's not gonna get people jumping out their, seat. out their seats at a wedding, you know, like you, you like you said, back that ass up. You could be playing. You could be a wedding full yeah. of six-year-olds, and yeah. some people will jump up yeah. when they hear back that ass up mm-hmm. and start dancing. Yeah, like drop it like it's hot. That's another platinum record. Yeah, pony, pony, same pony. thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, who, who, what is the latest platinum record, guys? Uh, Khaled. Win? No, I don't know. Yeah, All I do is win. Yeah, that's, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't think Bodak Yellow is that that record? That's past ten years. years. Bodak Yellow, maybe. That, yeah. that crossed. Let's, let's give it what? The past twenty years? Past ten years? Because I mean, uh, let's do past five. <laughs> Who was the last? What's the last platinum record? Now. What is the last platinum? Twenty fifteen. Like now. no matter what. Oh, Bodak know. was Bodak. was huge. I mean, for any female under forty, I'd say that that you know. Nick, oh. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Tony looked at me. <laughs> what did you, say? you mean the, the N word in Paris? I don't want to get that stare down. I'm, I'm, I'm looking this way. Look at you. Now look at us. <laughs> hey, so Martin, we, we usually take shots, you know, during our podcast, but we know you don't drink. We're so, drinking uh, coffee. So Where's a lot coffee? of the guys brought coffee. We, yeah. we all drink coffee. You changed the whole dynamic yes. of this whole no, entire no, podcast. Do you, do you think? Do you think? No, I drink coffee. <laughs> Martin's going to be here. Put the liquor back. That's not that kind of show. Yeah. This is great. Do you think? I don't care. I don't care. I'm, a, I, I'm around it, you know, five nights a week. I don't care. Oh, this yeah. I mean... Or maybe something like Despacito or something like that. That was pretty. That was. Yeah. Pretty. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there you yeah, go, Johnny. Yeah. See? Last five years. No, yeah. but the thing is, yeah. the thing is, like, people yeah, got super fucking tired of it. Well, no, that's exactly well, the but same. That's how thing. they are with any that's, record that's big now. That's, that's, I mean, at some if it's point, not big, you don't like, get tired uh, of it. They did, but I can still play it and still get reaction. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, Flowrider, low. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I thought we were talking last five years. Okay, give me everything. Pitbull. I'm not talking hip hop. She'll be checking the twist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a a few songs out there, but I mean, I guess you wouldn't really think about it up until you're at that point where you have your headphones on. We've got a room full of DJs and we can't think of anything. (laughs) Brain's not really on until it's 10 p.m. I know. And it's a Tuesday. Who thinks about music? (laughs) I'm just thinking about eating right now. Have you tried the hot wings here? No, but across the street... Win? You know, I'm talking about when. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've never. Everything in that is perfect. No, Absolutely it is. Perfect. It's, it's, it's crazy. Bumba Way over there is yeah, good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But hey, it's not going to be there anymore. After. What? No, because they're doing the, the freeway thing. Yeah. They're shutting this side down to extend Discovery Green. And so, you know how we're on the other side of St. Emmanuel right now? Yeah. Anything on the other side of the street? Is going to be gone in, I mean, who knows, a year or two? Yeah, two years. I think two years. Yeah, they're making 59 a tunnel. Well, I thought it, which is a wise it's idea, a proposition. Right? It has to be voted no, on. No, it's voted. Oh, on. no, it's already, it's already, it's, it's, it's just, I, it's I, just when it happens. They didn't tell me when the vote was. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of the businesses, uh, I think, north of St. Emmanuel are, are, are yeah. trying to protest. They know that well, they're going to have to go around when, because <laughs> um, that's not cool. That's actually, it's a stop on the freeway. It's its own exit. That's what it'll be. So, I mean, you were saying food was good way back when you came here in 99. Yeah, there was a, uh, this was before you had Yelp. It was before you had, well, I mean, your, your, your cell phone pretty much was for making calls, believe it or not. Yeah. And they had the T9, and snake, tec- and T9 texting, but that was it. So you didn't look anything up on your phone. But there was this website called BeforeYouEat.com that I found, and it had reviews of everything, Telephone Road, A-Leaf, all the hood food, and that, and like, and I was all about, I still feel the same way, uh, you know, that the best food, uh, I mean, this sounds kind of obvious, but the best food is not necessarily the most pricey, expensive. So the best food you will find by leaving the, the safety and comfort of the 610 loop. And you go out, uh, you know, and I've, I've been that way since I arrived here. I would go to the Darband uh, uh, Persian on Hillcroft. I'd go all the Raja Suites on Hillcroft. 
you know, I was always, uh, there was a Thai place. There was like the Thai soup Nazi guy on Telephone Road. Uh, H6, the crack chicken. Uh, somebody will know what I'm talking about. He, he, he passed away. He knows, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would go Chinatown too. I mean, if you go down Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, good. The reason Wynn stands out is because it's probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, the only really great Vietnamese <laughs> restaurant. Well, aside from well, Mai's well, is its well. own category too. Mai's is a separate category. Whoa. I was about to have an Whoa. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Well, the Vietnamese guy right across you. And, 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 and then <laughs> is wife's Vietnamese. So, I mean. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of great Vietnamese restaurants inside the loop, there really aren't many. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, you're right about that. And some of them are high priced and like really not good. Yeah, yeah, like overpriced so, and not good. Well, that's so. that's with a lot of the food that's indigenous to each of the regions. Yeah, and I think it has to do too with, you know, uh, you come here, you want to make a better life for your family, uh, or you want to buy a house for your family, so you can't afford it in in the Heights, and so, so you move out to a Leaf and wherever and. You know, better, uh, better schools the further you move out. I don't so think the anyone's going to have a better life with their family in Ailey. <laughs> if you want a rougher life with your family, move to Ailey. The only person that wants to move into Ailey is, is Rockwell over here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you want to move to Ailey? Oh. It's because there's the, the Miwa on, on Bel Air. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, trying to find a house on Bel Air somewhere, just right yeah. in between all the pagodas. He's right there. Who needs Tinder when there is Bel Air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who needs Tinder when you have boba shops? Yeah, yeah, boba shops. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I like that milk tea, too. <laughs> so. But yeah, so that's where you're going to find the real authentic food is going out into where those communities are, you know, set, settling down. And Same with Colombian food. Go out to Katie. Best Colombian food in Katie. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, what's, what's Southeast got a taco. Southeast got a taco. What's your top three restaurants right now? Ooh. Oh. The top dish by far, number Whoa. one. I, I can't say a restaurant, but dish is the Sukumon Dipping Ramen at Tiger Den. In the, uh, I'm not going to say the place, but... That dish. That it's dish. okay to say it. You know what? And you might, you probably... I don't, I don't know him, but Mike, Mike Tran, yeah. is it? Yeah. I mean, his, he's creating this, uh, you, know, you know, this emporium of... Yeah, yeah. Off, off a corporate, off a corporate. I went to Maine. Street. I took my friends to Maine oh, uh, a couple of weeks ago for lunch. It was on, it was like a thirty minute wait. It was packed. You went to where? Maine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember when I first took you there. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. And you had the green beans. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Well, speaking of green beans, Rice too? Village, uh, that Tiger Noodle House. Yeah, outstanding green beans. They know how. They know what they're doing with green beans. Yeah. Oh, but, okay, okay so, so that's number one. So we like food, two? we like music. What are the other two? <laughs> I want to hear your other well, what two. What are the other two dishes? Uh, other, uh, wow, wow. He's I, like, have di- I, have, place. I have favorite dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say uh, it's not strictly Houston. I don't, but I think they're from Houston. But you could, a never can fail food experience would be the, uh, the Myland Faddies. Okay. Never can fail. Yeah. Twelve bucks, you can have a very memorable. Oh, what about Aladdin? Let me back up. Let oh, me backtrack. Oh, okay. The best meal I've had this year was Hai Kang Harbor, Harbor oh, Seafood. Yeah. Shout out to Nancy. 
Shout out to Nancy. <laughs> Unbelievable. And do you know her parents work 364 days per year in the restaurant? They only take one day off per year. Chinese news? That's, that's unbelievable. Oh, it's, yeah. It's another so they reason. Do. They come here and work. Yeah. They don't know anything else. Just work. Yeah. But that, the, that food was outstanding. And, and we didn't get the Dungeness crab fried rice. We just got that the seafood fried rice. Yeah. But the duck, uh, the tamarind lobster. I mean, the whole thing. Six people ate. Eight. I mean, I'm talking eight. Like, table full of food. Tip everything. 180 bucks. Outstanding. Meal, meal of the year. And you can bring your own liquor. Yeah. 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 Not that it matters to him or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring your own coffee. I can bring my own coffee? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Martin, don't drink. <laughs> that was yeah. great. No, High Kang's dope. High Kang's amazing. <laughs> so if anybody goes to High Kang, make sure you order the Dungeness Crab Fried Rice. Yeah, but it's 50 bucks. Fuck it. <laughs> get the... get the, uh, the, the They got the... Uh, what, the king crabs in there? In the tank. Mm-hmm. I think I think one of them is going to set you back about four hundred bills. What? Yeah. That That's big? You talking about that big crab? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. The over ones there. that yeah. like almost crawl out of the tank but never yeah. quite make it. They look prehistoric. It's yeah. yeah it's no, no, this huge. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. This huge. Yeah. All right. So we got your food locked down. Everybody yeah. knows Martin's favorites now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, you get to know a little more about you there, buddy, because I think a lot of people they see you like it's all of us DJs here. A lot of people see us, but they never really get a chance to sit down and hang out yeah. and talk to us. And well, we don't like, really. Yeah. We're lucky in a way uh, that we can almost choose when we want to engage with someone, and then if if like you know they're annoying, we can like, oh, I'm really busy. I'm I'm DJing right now, and you can kind of. <laughs> you know all the tricks, huh? Well, plus, okay. plus, now, plus now, if uh, we're in the zone, we ain't got time to be. You know, it's fine at like ten thirty, but you know, it, midnight you ain't gonna be chatting with anyone. Well, so like the, in the beginning of you, uh, you know, getting sober, like you know, going through that phase, like I'm sure people you're DJing, people come up to you like, "Hey man, have a shot." What, what was that like? Uh, what did you? What well, did you say? Were you like, "Yeah, hey, uh, you know, I'm." Yeah, not it, it, that was tough. Navigate. I mean, the the best uh, the number one thing you can say is. I'm on antibi- antibiotics right now, like the doctor. I'm on medication. Yeah. There you go, Johnny. That's and then, and then if go, they Johnny. insist you want that you should have a shot, I mean, they're not good people. Yeah. 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 Well, they uh, say, I'm on medication. Well, I got that too. Oh, oh no. I, I don't need, I, not, that, not that kind of medication. <laughs> some, people, some people just won't let you go. Yeah. You know, no, no, I, I know. That, yeah. I the, guess the, those are the toxic People can ones, be right? very, very, very persistent. Come on, uh, just yeah. have one. Yeah, yeah. What do they usually say, Johnny? I don't know, man. I'm just like, well, fuck it. Here you go. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but let me go ahead and save you the trouble of fucking having to, you know, convince yeah. me. I'll just take it. But then I'll say, oh, if, you know, like, oh, you gotta have a shot with those. I'll be like, well, give me a shot of Red Bull, and that kind of their argument kind of ends right there. Like, okay, well, he's willing to. So after about know, what a year yeah. or something, and people stop asking, like uh, they already knew. Yeah, I mean, it still happens, but it's rare. I mean, I've had people. Stick a shot literally in my face. I'm sure. I'm sure we all have. Like literally, stick it in your face. Like you're like, no. Yeah. Fuck that. So. Fuck that. Well, <laughs> that's why I gotta have that okay. sidekick. Oh no, my friend will take it. Here you go. I mean, at the end of the day, I make a living. Uh, you know, via alcohol sales. Yeah, so you can't really rip on it. Yeah. But if it's not your cup of tea, yeah. then it's not your cup of tea. But you know, there's there's uh, there's plenty of people out there that. 
the, you know, use alcohol responsibly. Plenty of people. The there's and then there's those that you know do have a problem with it, and you know, uh, it, it is possible to get help, and it is possible to to uh, break away from it. Because I, I I didn't realize it, but I felt very uh, it was kind of a slave to always catching a buzz. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just alcohol with me. I mean, I I partake in the full pie experience. So No, you do, yeah. yeah. And then you go through that, well, I won't do that, but I'll do this. And then, well, uh, you know, so you, you try and juggle. And uh, but after a while, I realize, you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to do the whole thing. So No, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. If anybody's ever seen Lil Martin in the club, he's not standing still. No. This this man is happy feet right here. Yeah. <laughs> Jamming out. This is Mr. Happy Feet. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Speaking Ooh. of You got the sweet potato fries? <laughs> yeah, see. We're at the we're at the loft at Lucky's pub. Yep. And we have the luxury of getting great food over here. Oh yeah, and Lucky's I Lucky's is my number one restaurant. Oh, there you go. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's <is laughs> Loving it. No, but really, they got. Uh, so Playboy has his. He says the pork quesadillas here are bomb. All right. Um, I know for sure. I like their their wings. That this lemon uh, habanero, uh, the sriracha lemon pepper, habanero, whatever. Uh, lemon pepper lemon, habanero. Lemon pepper habanero. Yeah, right, you, you have to try. It's it. good yeah. shit. You have to oh, try. Oh, if you like spicy, have you tried that? Well, mer- no, it's actually not that spicy. It's, oh, really? It's barely. Yeah. It's it's a little oh, hint. That's that, 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 that's 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 habanero, hint, so not that spicy. <laughs> Where are they getting that habaneros from? AGB. Hey man, but they do have hey a good uh, shrimp citrus salad. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, the blackened shrimp. That, yeah, that, that really shrimp good. salad is gotta have that fire. once a week. It's like a lemon vinaigrette. Yeah, yeah. My wife still wants to wants the recipe to that. I'm like, let's bring some home. Okay, <laughs> they're not gonna tell me. Hey, Christina came over here and killed that thing too. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So Martin, good music, the music today. What do you think about everything? You know, I mean, where it's uh, going. You know, you're right. There's so much music coming out. I heard, you know, you know, something ridiculous like a hundred thousand new tracks a week. Okay, but if you look at the Billboard Top Forty, and by the way, I have a problem with the Billboard Top Forty, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> you, you got two. You got two billboard no, reporters. I, I, no, right I, I don't. I don't. No, I, go on. Oh, no, okay. no, no. I don't think. I think. Uh, I feel. I still think it's like the standard. I think it's far more relevant than say the iTunes chart because the iTunes. You could uh, an album, a hot album, can be released today. You know, like I don't know. Trippy Red or whatever, and suddenly he's got like eight tracks in the top forty. But it's only for that day, you know. So at least the Billboard, you know, spreads it out over a, a bigger, you know. Seems to be that iTunes chart is like live updating. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I think streaming is carrying too much weight because you've got something like the the last Moneybag track was like the highest or second highest new entry about a month back. It was Moneybag and someone. Is it one, two, three? No. You talk about Money Bag Yo, you, uh, you played? Yeah. 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 Played. Bitch, you played. It yeah. was like straight in uh, Billboard, like whatever, 33. Guarantee you, 
nobody even and and we play you know in in hip hip Houston's a hip hop town like mm -hmm. people know their hip hop but unless you're in like the the um, the hood clubs <laughs> they probably nobody knew that track so how on earth is that getting to number 33 or whatever it actually is a big record it's actually just now in Houston it's just now catching feet but everywhere else it's but big, big. enough but, but oh you said big yeah. enough to be number one in the United States of America States? yeah I think about Montana and Wyoming and you know come on get real the, the, the kids that are streaming it are exactly making, yeah. so, making I, th what so it is. I think the streaming is carrying too much weight that's the yeah. NBA young boy effect yeah yeah I mean, it's. Over. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. It's a great record. Yeah. I love it. I'm just saying. When I saw that and I listened to it, and I I, I even played it, it's obvious people don't know it. So yeah. if, if people don't know it, you know, and and it's number one. So, so my 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 input on, on that is like, there's a bunch of pockets. There's pockets everywhere. Yeah. So what you're seeing on these charts aren't accurate because, yeah. especially because of stream of streaming. Yeah. That may not be hot in the club. It may not be, yeah. may not be hot, you know, in certain settings or whatever. But there's pockets of kids that's listening on their phones, at home, on the yeah, bus, yeah. whatever, yeah. wherever, that's making it number one. Yeah. That will never step foot in the club. You never see. You know, they're not. They're not in those particular circles yeah. that you'll see all the time. Yeah. And it's like that with every genre, with all types of music, with streaming. It. it there, nobody can make a real accurate chart anymore. The hot shit ain't the hot shit yeah. for everybody anymore. <laughs> it's the hot shit for for ind independent circles. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so. but that makes my job harder, I think, because I I look at Billboard to see what's hot, and I'm seeing these tracks. Well, yeah, I would say yeah. I would say the the key thing is to to keep track in different numbers of places. I mean, like yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah. I mean, you know, you guys are at like Spire and Clay. A lot of those guys don't they're not on TikTok, but yeah. like TikTok is one of the biggest spots that a lot of a lot of us should be yeah. just monitoring. You know, yeah. monitoring. You know, just be like, all right, you know, what are these records that you know on TikTok is a Renegade, bunch of kids, Renegade, yeah. Mop, yeah. You know? yeah. So, so, uh, so I don't have a problem with Bill. I I just feel like the algorithm or however they measure it needs adjusting somehow. Yeah, I think they all do, oh. but they all cater. You know, I would say like guys like the Spotify. I mean, yeah, they they are. And now you've got you've we we know that there's probably bots streaming a track twenty four seven. Oh yeah, there's a lot. So of that. Uh, you know, there's always that. So it's how accurate. Is the streaming thing anyway? Yeah. So, but um, anyway, well, oh yeah, some music. But and then the other issue I have is that with all this music coming out, if you look at like Billboard chart is very slow moving. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Senorita is still in like the top twenty. I mean, it's at this point, it's like. Three uh, years old or Billboard something. Billboard magazine has what like twenty different charts, so it's yeah. it's almost like you got to look at really every one of them and yeah. take it for what it is. But I don't have the subscription. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll, sh I'll show you mine. You show me yours. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, music, I feel like. Well, obviously, hip hop came back in a big way, big big way. I feel like between. Uh, uh, Bad and Bougie and uh, Black Beatles, you know, it really. At that point, it kind of like it was game over for EDM. It was like that was that was the moment. It was like EDM 
it pretty much, except for festivals, which obviously festivals still do very well. Um, I feel like EDM in the open format clubs is kind of, it works still, uh, but it, it, for me, it's kind of tired. You know, I don't, you know, I don't it's enjoy. Constantly, it's constantly changing. I mean. Yeah. But the, even the, the kind of the festival trap thing, it's kind of stuck in, you know, three years ago, like this, you know, and then it was Future Bass and that flume sound and. Uh, so where do you think it's going to go then? What do you, I mean, where do, from here, like for the next. Well, you know, you know, you mentioned house music. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see house. Now, Fisher losing it. Yeah. It pretty much in any open format club at this point, you can drop that and make it work. If we had a bunch more Fisher losing it, losing it, that that'd be on fire. But we don't. Like for whatever reason, you know, uh, there's a lot of copy copies of it, but they're not really. They don't hit the yeah, same. Yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, and plus, people got was trained for so long. Uh, with the EDM to just jump up and down. Uh, house music is dance music, and people people don't know how to dance. They really do. You th- do you see that? I mean, hip hop. Yeah, you can like you know that hundred, you know uh, seventy. You can you can grind and make it work. But house music that one twenty five, one twenty six BPM, it's just. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see the crowd. Not, they don't know what to do to it. The Different settings, I guess. I now, guess in a house, that. yeah, you know, club or, uh, you know, a house music festival, whatever. Yeah, they, they ne- they've been listening to it all along, yeah. you know. But and there is. is a new generation coming up that, uh, like post-EDM, that, that are, you know, we get, like you said, Paul mentioned he gets requests for Dom Dollar and, you know, this, this new wave. But I don't see that working in the open format setting. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you know, you got open format being from your, whether you're a bar, lounge versus a nightclub. Yeah. I mean, well, people ha- like different uh, in different settings as well. Yeah. Open you format know. in 2020 means 90% hip hop, realistically. Oh, that, yeah. 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 It, it ain't uh, 2006 anymore. Shoot. I remember 2000, I played three hip hop songs, that's the most I could play, and go back <laughs> into dance. <laughs> It's, it's um, flipped. It now it's just flipped. Oh, now I play three dance songs because they don't want to hear that shit no more. But yeah, and then you play, you play like if you have a festival trap remix of the box, it could, they're gonna kill you. Yeah, like you, they you play the it. fucking original. Yeah. what are you? You doing? just fucked yeah. up our song. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So so I, I, it, something interesting about the box is like uh, you know, there are some crowds where you, you'll play it like an older crowd. It's yeah. number one. But yeah. you, it, you you play it and they're like, what the fuck is this? And and, yeah. and it's weird. It's interesting because this is the number one track on Billboard. This shit hit everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Talking I think. About an older I think. Crowd? Yeah. Yeah, because okay, I'm thinking. I would, I would say my two cents on it is that the older crowd wants uh uh, uh wants like in like in higher tempo yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless yeah. of what it's saying. Yeah. Right. They don't like the fifty like, the the the, yeah. the fifty six. Now realistically, we know hot. they don't like hot. You know, like you know, it it, it hot is like it's actually more like one ten, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. it's they, they, they you've got the you got to find the double time in it, but the average listener is gonna be like, "That's so slow." Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like yeah. it's a Barry White ballad. You know? So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. But I think that's again, I think the the, the youth, the streaming, the TikToks, mm-hmm. that's like skewing the charts big time. Big time. I don't think that's an accurate representation of the fifty states of the US, what they're listening to. You know, do they play the box on, say, 104, which is a fairly middle-of-the-road mainstream station? Any minute now, they should. I mean, I, would, I know they're... I wouldn't see why not. They're, they're not, they're not going to be breaking no, underground yeah. hip-hop. K- KRB but, is not going to be that kind of station. Yeah. Any top 40 but station makes, will play that song if it makes one last. Of, yeah. If it makes 104, we know... Yeah, that's that when it, you know that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crossed over. I mean, uh, Yeah, it's still number one. So. should be playing it yeah so music i don't see anything fresh i really don't uh i don't hear see it uh the tech house thing actually is is a, a decade plus old uh i saw potential if they could make it a bit more commercial what about electricity you know it, it won a grammy Oh, the Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa. Yeah, and the new one, the Don't Start Now. I mean, that, that's, that's been big. That's like yeah. a, a 90s, early 2000s sound. Yeah, that bass guitarist on um, insane. Yeah, is that one-off? The Weeknd, Blinding Lights, that, that's, that sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. But, you know, I don't... Well, it's uh, not a commercial I vocal pl- yeah. dance record. When I play that, I see... T- Two or three people go crazy, and everyone else just stands there, like, like it's, yeah. it's just, uh, I don't know. There, there is an interesting dynamic though, and I, and I don't know how long the shelf life of just hip hop in general is going to be, but like, I'll start hearing. What is yeah. going on? Oh, oh that's blinding light. Oh yeah, blinding light. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Such a great fucking yeah. record. Yeah. 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 Oh. We should have been doing this. Thank you. Yeah. There's not many tracks <laughs> that when that first I hear that I play over and over yeah. like three times. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I, I could, I just kept playing it over and over. I was like, I can't, I can't. So good. Can't get over this. But you see people trying to push the boundaries of and trying to break out of hip hop and stuff, you know, because like, and I, and I have, and, and this is on college night, right? People will come up to me like, yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of hip hop. And this is no. like that 18 to 21 range and. And, and and I'm just like, yeah, you know, me too. Uh, but what what's next? Now, well, it hasn't happened. Uh, and maybe it's too late now, but there was the whole, you know, uh, Nigerian, you know, Afro right. B thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a global thing, but not a U.S. Well, uh, I've heard it's big on the East Coast. Um it's still going on. I mean, it's, yeah. still, it's I think, still big. Well, I, mean, I think if Justin Bieber jumps on a, a collab with Afro B, <laughs> oh, something man. like that, which is uh, not... It wouldn't be... You're not far-fetched yeah. from it, though. I mean, no, I mean, it's... But, that, but it's all in the reggaeton, mumbaton, you know, Afro yeah. B category. Oh, tempo. You can throw all of them in the same yeah. pot, and and people will, people will dig it. Well, you, you were know? just talking the other day. You're like, I haven't been seeing Latin records on the top 40 as much as I did no. last year or two no. years ago. So what, I mean, what's... I mean, Latusa is the biggest 
mm-hmm. or Tuso, whatever. Tuso. Uh, Nicky. I don't think that's in the top forty, and that's like no. that's maybe one of the biggest tracks on the planet right now. Right. Oh, yeah. so. it'll change. I mean, like like for fun, you know, he does what Thursday at Spire. You know, your people over there are probably like, oh yeah, you play, you know, the hip hop things kind of. That's kind of how it was ten years ago at Riches, yeah. where everyone was like, you know, yeah. you kind of have to do your left turns. Play some different shit that you know that I play punk rock, like there you, go. you know Fallout Boy. Uh, I was like Blink One Eighty Two. I was hardcore EDM at, at Riches. Yeah, um, and they like that shit. I mean, some people have grown, but you know they look at the other people having fun. They're like, oh, okay, this is acceptable. I mean, you know? bottom line is that the girls like it. Yeah, the girls are the, the girls ones like it. The girls love it. Guys are gonna deal. I drop yeah. Alvaro Levine. <laughs> it's just like holy yeah. shit, right? Yeah. yeah, girls lose their shit. Guys are okay with that. Yeah. We're coming up to a point, this is kind of crazy, where, like, the late 2000s stuff is going to be reminding our customers of, like, when they were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, like, uh, these reggaeton tracks are resampling, you know, 2000s hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's uh, that dancehall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bi- da- dancehall, big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, and the new uh, Shakira is uh, Inner Circle Sweat. Uh, like remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. What's it called? What's the name of it? Uh, Migusta. A la 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 la, a la 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 la. Uh, but yeah. actually, I never used to play in a circle. Song, I want to see you sweat at the time. Sweat. But yeah, I actually played it, and it's actually a great record. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, it was. A lot of them are, you know, jacking the, jacking the melodies and all yeah. that stuff. Well, I mean, cool. uh, uh, Puff Daddy did that for years and made yeah. a very successful career. Uh, right. Is it Mike Towers or Mickey Towers yeah. or whatever? Yeah. He resampled yeah. the 50 Cent record. Girl, yeah. yeah. Just when that, like, artists do like something like five years ago or something in Jackson, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. You're really not that original. Oh, that yeah, point. Puff Daddy w- was doing that. It was like yeah. tracks well, I mean, that weren't that old. Yeah. And even, uh, who was the first, records. there was the Dennis Edwards, Don't Look Any Further. Who was the first to, uh, I know. Uh, like being Rakim, right? Uh, what's that? that? Most City Don used it, but it, everyone's been using it for years. Well, I'm talking about like artists that take a song from like five years ago and start getting <laughs> off of that. It's like, man, this song is still new. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you'll hear, you'll know what they are when you hear them. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm having uh, that like, uh, uh, Katy Perry, hot and what was it? Hot and cold. Hot and cold. Yeah. Well, what year was that? Early tens. Yeah, like that stuff. Like actually, that stuff uh, is uh, the kind of when Chris Brown and everyone was doing the EDM thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that early, you know, early before tens. that stuff's That's working pretty good for me now. Before it got yeah yeah bangers when yeah. it was still kind of musical back. yeah. No, I they had it. 10 different yeah. remixes of each yeah. song. I'm just thinking, like, hotel room service still ex- explodes, yeah. explodes. Yeah. So and you can left turn that shit, and it's just crazy. But yeah, what, what's new? What's, what's going to be new? I don't know. Nothing. It's very niche. Yeah. I and mean, everything is super niche. I mean, hip-hop I love niche. I yeah. love the new, I love new hip-hop. Right. I love right. it. Right. right. And you could keep it fresh by playing the freshest new hip-hop every week. But there's no, uh, like, common denominator. Shout out what's popping. But uh, yeah, Jack Harlow. But uh, but you, if your audience doesn't know it, then it's just you. But that's the thing. There's that's not a lot of yeah. common denominators yeah. across the board. It's all 
okay, I listen to um, Salardo or I listen huh. to uh, NBA Youngboy. Huh. You know, it, it's kind of like not this cross. It's, it's very hard. So, like, what so I do So you end up playing back that ass up? Yeah, you end oh. up playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah. laughs> there's not a lot of stuff in between. And then that's like a very interesting factor. That's probably the yeah. streaming. That's probably the streaming phenomenon. Yeah. Is people can go and listen to their own yeah. shit now, instead of resorting to the radio and everybody listens to what's on the radio. But that's Not good everybody. for independent. Not everybody. Right? No, I don't think the radio is really. I think. I mean, I, I, the state of radio now, just you know, like. Is it dead? I wouldn't say it's, it's dead, but dead. it's getting it's not there. Dead. Well, I I added my girlfriend to my uh, Spotify. She's not interested. She's just she's she's one of four all the way. She just that's what for yeah, some people, people yeah, for, yeah it's free. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, a lot of people have the smartphone, so you know it's like to be able to choose their own. They can be their own DJ, and, and you know, I mean that's basically what it's come to. Yeah. You know, it's like when people come up to you, hey man, do you have this song? And they show you their yeah. phone, yeah. and you know, I don't know what you do. Yeah. I either slap it or I take a picture yeah. of myself. But yeah. you know, I mean. When people do that, it's like, you know, I ask them, like, hey, did you just listen to this in your car? Like, yeah, I did. Cool. Go back to your car. I mean, it's just like uh, it's just like TV. Like, you got the people who just like watching cable. They're comfortable watching cable. Yeah. And you got the people that, that cut the cords. And they're like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm fire stick all the way. Like, yeah. I want to choose the shit that I want to watch instead of, you know, something telling me what, what to watch. Or I'm just, all right, I'm just catch the middle of this and then let it sit here, you know? I mean, you, we probably all remember a time where you would, when we were kids or whatever, and we'd listen to the radio, waiting for our song to come on, waiting for our mm-hmm. jam to come on. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, there's no waiting. Well, I would say the life of radio will only continue until they keep radios in cars. So until the day is... Of yeah. Yeah. you know, there's no more FM AM, yeah. and they put that in a, in a car stereo, and it's only let's say you know iTunes or Apple yeah. or Spotify yeah. only. Then yo, I heard the craziest shit the other day. I was up at at five AM for some reason, uh, <laughs> uh, and so I heard the me. beginning of a of a morning show here in Houston, right? Uh-huh. And so heard heard the whole beginning of the show, and then I was also up at nine for some reason. Listen to the same station. And they replayed the show. I'm talking about regular terrestrial radio. They replayed the whole morning show. Oh, that's normal. That's normal. What? That's, that's normal. What? What? I ain't never heard that. That's normal. On the weekend? Breakfast club. No. Breakfast weekday. Club weekday. Breakfast club does that a lot. Monday. I'm talking about the entire show. The, a local show was replayed in, in its entirety. At a morning night. show. Oh, no. At 9 a.m. They, it replayed the 5 a.m. show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe that was maybe that was an emergency. Maybe like DJ. <laughs> no, no hell no. They did it on purpose. No, <laughs> no. So the it's day part. It's called it's, it's called day parting. In radio, everything is about yeah. day parts. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah so yeah, it, yeah. if the, the the person that's listening at five a.m. is not listening at yeah. nine a.m., that same person is listening every at the same time every day. So in order to provide that particular or these different listeners with the same or the most requested. Or listen to content, they probably just starting to replay the shit now. No, well, so a lot of well, what you probably heard is so a lot of shows like that they'll do their segments, right? They'll record it once, right? And they'll just replay it again, right? Because I, I, you know I would have I mean? heard that on the weekends, not not back to back, like that's like, damn, back to back during the day. So there's no there's no midday now. So there's, you heard, a, yeah. So you probably mm-hmm. heard a segment that they probably they do, 
Yeah. You know, I know, like, you know, like, Angela Yee, she'll do her thing. Right. And she does it once, and That's syndicated, it just though. runs, it runs, it runs again. Yeah. But no, no, but then, like, in be- after that little segment is done, but then, like, you know, that right. 15, 20 minutes, then they, then they jump back in and, you know, let's say if it's an interview or anything like that. Or it's right. A, and know. that's still, but that's still during their time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a whole new time slot after their show was over. Oh, his, it, his it mic. It could be changing. Oh, there you go. Your mic yeah, it could. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And I see it. I see it changing the way I heard a lot of stuff so just, many people go and right. the way people are. It's, it's, they've been downsizing for years now just because of all the, all the new streaming platforms that were coming up. So radio can't even be a meter for, for much either anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things that you can look at, just like you said. Like you can look at the billboard, but not entirely yeah. base it on that. You can, do, you can listen to the radio for four hours. And, and hear what the songs are in power rotation, but not base everything entirely on that. So, I mean, it's, it's whatever. It's, it makes our job a little harder to research everybody, but at the end of the day, you can play back that ass up and they'll still. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, so, so what, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you at a bar or club or the gig? Uh, okay. I mean, is just, how, just, how, how man, you get Ron Jeremy? PG X Ray is a show. Man, whatever you want, man. Quadruple X. I I saw on a patio, and you probably know where this patio is. Go ahead. Uh, on a Sunday video. afternoon, oh. I saw one, and they were famous for the Peach Bellini pictures. Uh, I saw one female perform oral sex on another female. Uh, as Sunday afternoon traffic is, is driving that a tonic? by. <laughs> <laughs> what was this? At? I don't know. I don't want to mention any names. <laughs> well, it's gone now. I, well, the the company no, no, still no, exists. No. I'm not sorry. Com- I'm the social. No, 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 no. Well, no, the company still exists, but the but this particular franchise is long closed. So I don't. I should probably shouldn't say the name because very ill. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty. That was pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, man. Oral sex? What, I mean, how long did you watch? I mean, it it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, be honest. It w- actually wasn't uh, a turn on. Really? Uh, no, no, no. Well, it was, was she ugly? It, no, it, it was messy. It was just messy. Ah. People would get very messy. Oh. You should have just went messy. up to him. Hey, guys. Clean this up a little. Clean it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean. Oh, focus. I'm trying to focus, watch it. No, nah, it would be one thing in a club, laying eye in a corner, and, you know, but this is broad daylight. Oh, you in, know. A, in a corner, it's okay. <laughs> Families driving by after church, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, I'm not sure that, but you know, if you were driving on Montrose, you couldn't help but look in and go, what is going on there? Yeah. But, and then if uh, you happen to catch that little glimpse yeah. of, whoa, she just, whoa, she's so sloppy. Uh, uh, but, and uh, when uh, Travis Scott did the, when the Astros won the World Series and he did the after party, that was that was probably the most crazy energy I've ever seen in a club in my life, and I've been, that makes you sense. know, that was that was that was intense. I was intense. Like I was, uh, I would play like November eighteenth, and you know, you bring the the volume out, let the crowd sing. There was one point I think I just, yeah, I just took it out, let, let them, all, let them sing, sing the whole th- like they, they just like, I was just playing Houston after classic after classic after, and like they were just. I mean, it was an intense energy in the city. And I went to the parade downtown. I'm really glad because, you know, uh, 
I, I got very, it was a very emotional thing. And, and, you know, and I remember going into House of Pies and uh, this woman, she was all in her, her waitress, she was all in Astro's gear and she was from like uh, Somalia or something originally. But, you know, Houston was home to, you know, one, uh, is it one in four people is from another country here. Uh, Houston is like home to all these people. And that was just like, that moment just like brought everybody. And I remember being downtown and everybody being so polite and no, no you go first, no, you go first. And everyone was so happy yeah. and just, it was just, it was like, it was like a John Lennon no, song. Man, it had, was beautiful. Yeah. I, I like, mean, everyone is, everyone is high on, on, yeah. on that win. I mean, it was like all of yeah. H-Town came together. Yeah, that was super cool. You know, after a flood, that was after the flood too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that so, was, I mean, was definitely a, a really huge emotional. part of it, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that was, that was, you know, I'll never forget that. So you consider yourself a Houstonian now? Absolutely, oh, absolutely. I still, I, I love, I do love Austin. I, I go there pretty regularly. It's uh, so different. Um, you still you play know, there? You still play there? Uh, I did a, a, a private event on Saturday, but um, uh, I'm not playing every week anymore. Uh, but uh, and I, you know, and I, I love the West Coast. I used to, I was obsessed with New York City when I was uh, in my teens. And I was get, like getting all these tapes, and there was the whole culture. I mean, New York City, even besides hip hop, just in general, New York City, it was the capital city of the planet. You know, everything came from New York first clubs, you know, everything came from New York. And uh, last couple of times I've gone back, I mean, I even hear from people, you know, involved there, and it, it's not the same. It's like the. Yeah, it's nice to visit, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't live there. Yeah, but it's it's not. It doesn't have that that creative. What comes out in New York anymore? Food, pop smoke, pop smoke. Exactly. I mean, oh, Young Ma. <laughs> but oh, Bobby Schmurz is about to get out of jail. I think. Okay. All right. But it used to set the pace for everywhere else, yeah. and now it's it's been left in the dust. Well, I mean, I remember going there and going to a record label, and I was in the the uh, elevator. And I think it was when, uh, I think it was Sipping on That Scissor came yeah. out. Yeah. And I was just kind of singing it just for the hell of it. And, and the FedEx guy was, oh, yo, that's my shit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know that's a Southern song, yeah. right? Yeah. You guys are yeah. listening to this shit now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's changed. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's not the same. I think, in, in my opinion, the South owns hip-hop right now. I mean, yeah. it's from twerking to trap. Well, you got all the mustard stuff. That's still a big player. I mean, it, it is, but you know, it, it's it's minute compared to everything that's coming out. Yeah. The sound itself, yeah, really generated from the south, in my opinion. I mean, the, the sound that's big right now, ASAP. You know, that's a that's a down south sound. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're all sounding yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, yeah. you know, that's my opinion. But yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, so yeah, one has. But yeah, but but, but but I'm hungry now. Back to yeah, I love Houston. Very happy here. We all know we can. You can have a good life. You don't have to make a ton of money. You can have a good quality life. There's good people uh, here too. It, it, it's a little... I haven't had any, you know, incidents, but it, you hear it, it's a little, you know, uh, dangerous out there. Um, you know, but... Well, at least you can carry a gun. It's also six million people, so, you know, keep it in perspective, <laughs> so... Just carry a gun, you'll be fine. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone else will. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, Martin, where, where are you? Where you, where's your residence? Uh, I'm 
I've been at Belvedere uh, Thursday. Well, I've been at Belvedere since 2003, so that's coming up on 17 years. But, but the yeah. but the Latin night has been since 2005, so that's coming up on 15 years. Um, and uh, that's Thursdays. Uh, waiting for clay. Clay's being remodeled, so waiting for that to reopen, and then I'll be there on Fridays and Sundays, and then I'm also yeah. at Bizu in River Oaks District on Wednesday, Saturday nights, and Sunday. I like Wednesdays. Yeah. I like Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's so stay busy. I, I'm still working on the art of saying no. I, I hear you're supposed to say no when people ask you to do gigs. You say no. Because, <laughs> yeah, every time you say no to... Uh, no, every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Say no to something that is actually more important to you, whether it be family or pursuing those, you know, career goals or whatever. So, but you know, money's hard to turn down. Yeah, you're talking a room full of guys that feel the same way. (laughs) But you know, at the same time, is know your worth. You know, I mean, you're going to sell yourself out. Then this is the this is the kind of business that'll keep you at that position if you set yourself at that position. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, but then you know, it's hard to. Well, you know, well, I can make six hundred if I do this. But if I if I raise my rates and they go with someone else, then I end up with nothing. You know, so. Well, that- I, I think I think you know there are times that you can pick and choose when you can make your yeah. moves. It won't be at every time. I mean, yeah, yeah. Of course, you have to think of it thoroughly and be like, okay, well, this place or this group will guarantee me this many gigs. So you think about that as yeah. well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But there are times where you sit there, you can. Strike and say, you know what? This is the time to say, yo, you need to pay me more. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just think for all DJs out there, that's, you know, it's like you, you can accept all the gigs. I, I've always told, told everyone you can, uh, you know, starting out, I never turned down a gig. Right, right. I mean, a lot of that was due yeah. to, you know, I just want to gain all the experience and the money. and every, yeah. But, uh, you know, at some point in time, you know, have to learn how to build yourself yeah. and not, you know, not sell your ass for nothing. You know, if you're yeah. that good and you know what you're doing. Then you should be able to put a price tag on. Yeah, you you should sell your ass for more. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> and that's the uh, words I, of wisdom. I would sell it on at Berry Hill, but they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they're gonna eat my ass. Here you go, get sloppy on this ass. <laughs> okay, that was bad. We're probably gonna cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll leave that in there. We're that. We'll leave that in there. My mom's <laughs> listening to this. Stop. Nah, man. I, I love when Lil Martin comes in and visit us in in the club, man. I love it, man. Yeah. Such great energy, yeah. positive. I I, lo- I always love hearing other DJs. I, I I never I've never heard I've never heard a DJ that I don't learn something from. No, and, and never. That, that's that's what we all do, and that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. I yeah. mean, you know, game for other DJs. If you're not going out listening yeah. the other you know other guys, and yeah. you know, you're not learning anything. Guys or girls, come on. Guys, sorry. Yeah, right. I think that was a big well the 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 two thousand mid two thousand Serato explosion. All those guys in L A. They was like they were feeding off each other and they were pushing each other and it was getting you know more and more out there. But then we were losing. They, I think they were losing touch with the audience too. It was they were do, playing for each other. They were. Yeah. The ma- the mashup uh, yeah. era. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, that was also a time where it was kind of scary. Like everyone was scared. I was my. Computer gonna crash. I mean, yeah, yeah, Serato yeah. was just one of those. If you didn't yeah. take that step, yeah, and you didn't take that risk without just going in, yeah. then you always had that seated dot planted. Yeah. So it was like, I always carry. I still I carried a, a Cray Records with me for like 
for like a year. Oh, and yeah. I never touched a crate. But I was like so paranoid. Oh, I didn't bring a, I didn't bring a crate. I brought a bag. It was just a bag. I had a yeah. couple of records that might have to change or something. Or maybe just a mix of CD yeah. they had to throw in just in case. That's I, what it was. So you, you, couldn't, you couldn't trust CD players back then either. Remember they used to skip? Yeah. If you had a burn CD, yeah. it definitely yeah. skipped. Man. <laughs> I know, right? Now, yeah. that yeah. was an interesting time in DJing. That transition. That yeah. oh man, that's that. That, that we'll, we'll, was that's, great. That's for another show. We'll, yeah. we'll that go was into that next great. Time. We have Martin here again. He'll, his his top three food places might change by the time he comes back here <laughs> the next time. So just remember, what was it at a uh, uh, Kang, Tiger Den, and what else? Oh, Fatties, Fatties. There you go, Myland, Myland. That's by my house. So, but I'm not a big fan of Mediterranean food. But my wife is, so I'll take care of it. Hi, hi, hun. And when? Four, top four. Yeah, win. There you win. go. Win. There you go. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode four. DJ Lamar, thanks so much for coming right. out, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Always a Houston legend. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Great having you here, bro. Right. Nice. Good peeps.